Back again. Hello there. It's Gabor on Repoyet Radio with our English language program, Create English. Here we're working on our English and helping learners to find ways to improve their English. Last time in March, we talked about questions and we looked at you know, the basics. What kind of questions there are in English and what they're used for, and what is special about asking questions in English, especially for Spanish speakers. So, what differences there are, you know? Looked at intonation and we looked at the word order changes, auxiliary verbs, and all that. And We checked how to actually ask questions at a basic level. So today we're going to continue with that, but we're going to look at the more professional side of questions. So we're going to focus on questions about business. But before we do any of that, let's just begin with a quick one minute question. You know what is the difference between food and meal? These two words get confused sometimes. So basically when you talk about food, you usually mean the material, so to speak. Okay, so what you eat, something that is edible, can be consumed is food. Fruit is food. Vegetables are food. Meat products are food. So... That's simply the material that you talk about when you say food. When you say meal, your focus is more on the time of eating, the occasion, the time of eating. This is one meaning. So you could say, you know, a morning meal or an evening meal, or how many meals do you have a day? It means how many times do you eat a day, basically. But mostly, like it's, you know, dinner or lunch, these are meals, the meal time. So once again, food is more focused on the material, the, the edible things you can eat, you know. And meal is more the time and the occasion. Now let's continue then. By the way, if you have more questions, just let me know. You can write to me. Check my website at createenglish.com and if you have any questions you would like to hear answered on the program just go to createenglish.com slash podcast and you can find the contact info there and you can write your questions that you would like to have an answer for and I'll be happy to answer them on the program if I can <laughs> I hope I can so anyway Um, questions. So last time we talked about questions. Questions about anything, right? Yeah, those are basic things. But today let's focus more on business. So when you talk about business, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions you can ask, of course. But let's just do a couple of 
questions first about the company in general, okay? Work, the job, and the company. And what we're going to do then is we're going to look at some other aspect of questions called indirect questions. So let's begin at the beginning. I'm going to ask a few questions, or we are going to ask a few questions. I'm going to just say some hints, and uh, and based on that, we're going to construct the questions. For example, question number one, I'm talking to a business person, and I want to know about the person's background. What does background mean, by the way? Background means your studies and your professional experience before now. That means up to now, up to this moment or up to this day. That's your background. This is typical in job interviews when they ask you about your background. You're actually supposed to (laughs) include that in your CV, your curriculum. So the interviewer has you know, um, an idea already when you are in the interview, but they can ask you maybe about a specific aspect of your background. So you want to know a person's professional background. How do you ask about that? Is this a yes or no question or an open question? If you don't know what that means, go back to April's program and listen to it there. We talked about yes or no questions and open questions. Okay, I'm going to give you a quick wrap-up of that. It's very simple, actually. Yes or no questions are questions that usually have two kinds of answers. Yes or no. Now, open questions, however, as the name suggests can have more than two answers. We don't actually know how many. Depends on the question and the situation. But more than two. And for those questions, we're going to use question words. What, where, why, etc. So, in this case, Because I want to know the person's professional background, I'm just going to use a question word. And the question word I'm going to use is what? Because that's what I want to know. I want to know what? I want to know the background. So, the background is something. It's not somewhere or someone. It's something. What? So, with all that, The question is going to be, what is your professional background? There you go, an open question. What is your professional background? Great. Second question. I want to know about the values of the company. 
You know, companies usually have some key values. I want to know the key values. Is this an open question or a yes or no question? Well, it's an open question if I suppose that the company has key values, which we usually suppose, right? So you would ask again, what or which? Now it's what. Why? Although which and what both refer to things, but the difference will be that when you ask about something, options, that are not offered, there are just open options. You don't know how many to choose from. You start the question with what. So in this case, instead of saying which, we will say what for the company values. Question, what are your company values? Instead of which are your company values? And again, the reason is because if I say which, that means I have mentioned or I have in front of me a choice of a few things that I can choose from. And I say, which one of these? Which? For that example. But here, because we don't know if the company has, you know, values, key values, defined, but we suppose they do, but we don't know how many. So we would say, what are the key company values? Right. Okay. So these would be like two open questions, both starting with what, because we're asking about the thing, something. First, the professional background, and then the company values. Now let's ask a different kind of question, which is going to be, for example, right, let's do this one. We're going to ask about how soon the company became or the business became successful. And we're going to use an expression called, well, not an expression called, an expression, a phrasal verb. Take off. Take off means become successful. So become profitable. So the business takes off when it starts to become profitable. It starts to work. And I want to ask this question in the past because I want to know the time in the past and I want to relate that to starting to become successful and I want to use the expression take off so how do we put this together well uh, if I want to know the time I will need to ask when but if I want to know if it happens soon after establishing the business, 
I can just ask a yes or no question. So let's do that version. Instead of asking when, I just want to know if it happens soon or not. So I'm going to say, remember, this is the past. So I'm going to say, did your business take off soon? Did your business take off soon? This is a yes or no question. And the answer would be yes. And then probably some more information. Yes, you know, after two months, it started to make profit. Or yes, after, you know, six months, it started to make profit. Or the answer could be, no, well, it was really hard at the beginning. But then, you know, after two years, it started to grow. Possible. But still, it's a yes or no question. Because it either did take off soon or it did not take off soon. Another yes or no question would be, for example, about the business plan. Now, before starting a business, you usually write a business plan. But let's suppose we don't know if this happened. So why don't we ask? We could ask, okay, business plan, yes or no? And past, again, a past question or a question in the past. And we simply want to know yes or no. So we start with did, again, with the auxiliary. We don't start with a question word, what, where, when, why, etc. It's simply yes or no. So did you write a business plan before establishing your business? Or before starting the business? So we've seen two questions that were open questions and two that were yes or no questions. Let's continue. Let's do more. You're listening to Create English on Ripollet Radio with Gabor Legradi. We're working on questions. Last time we looked at simple questions about general topics. And today we're looking at questions about business. Yeah, so let's move on. Um, I'm going to give you the hints and let's just build the questions. Next question is going to be about the number of employees. So I want to know the number of employees that the company has. Right, how are you going to ask that question? Well, you need a question word because you're not asking yes or no. You're asking about specific information. And the information is the number of employees. So the question to ask is how many how many employees okay now because it's a company it's not you so instead of saying do you we're going to say does your company have instead of saying do you have does your company have asking about the number is how many employees does your company have? Right. Okay. Now, let's ask about the way 
customers find your business. So, want to know about the way customers find your business? Then, what you want to ask is the method. Right. You want to know the method. But if you want to know the method, you need to ask with the right question words. And the right question word to ask about the way things work, about the method, is how. So, I want to know how customers find you, that is, you know, through uh, online, obviously, or they, you know, through advertisements, maybe expos, whatever. So, the question is, how do customers find you? Yeah, it's how do. Remember, do is necessary because we're asking a question and you need the auxiliary here. How do customers find you? Great. Promotion. Advertisement. Marketing. Presence. You know. Again, we want to know about the way, the method. The method, the way you do promote your business. So, question is going to be, again, how? Because we want to know the way. How do you promote your business? Yeah, how do you promote your business? So, we had five questions here. What is your professional background? What are your key company values? How many employees does your company have? How do customers find you? How do you promote your business? And actually, there were two more because we had the... Okay, yes. Did your business take off soon? And did you write a business plan before you established your business? So that's seven questions so far. Let's do one more. Let's do a um, yes or no question here. And I want to know if you had another business before starting this one. So let's suppose... You have your current business and, you know, I want to know if you had another one or if this is your first business. So, the question is going to be yes or no question because I just want to know if yes or no. So, there's no question word. There's no what, where, why, etc. Simply an auxiliary. And because I'm going to ask about the past, I need to use did, the past form. And, um, yeah. So the question would be, did you have another business before you started this one? Did you have another business before you started this one? Right, so these would be eight questions. And... Basically, when you ask a question, before you ask a question, you already know if it's going to be a yes or no question or an open question. Remember, for open questions, we need question words, what, where, why, how, etc. And for yes or no questions, we use the auxiliary, usually, at the beginning. That's it. Well, I mean, that's it. Then the theory part, and then practicing is is necessary, of course, to bring this up to a skill level, not just knowledge, but skill. 
Now let's do something in the remaining time that is going to be looking at the indirect version of these questions. So what we're going to do is basically convert the direct questions into indirect questions. How does this work? Well, our first direct question was, what is your professional background? And if you ask this question, it's good in an interview, perfect. Uh, but there's another way you can ask the same question uh, in a different form, which is called indirect question. Now, for indirect questions, you will need certain expressions to start your question with. Typically, these are, you know, I'd like to know, or can you tell me, or maybe I wonder. So you start your question with these expressions, and then you make some changes in the original question, so the whole thing fits together. The changes happen because when you ask an indirect question, the format from a question changes to a statement. At least at an optical level. So you, you see a statement, you don't see a question mark, except for one or two cases. But for example, if I say, what is your professional background? There is a question mark at the end, right? Of course, it's a question. But if I say, I'd like you to tell me what your professional background is. Okay, what your professional background is. This is different from the original question. What is your professional background? This is the question form. But in the indirect question, we say, I'd like to know, or I'd like you to tell me, what your professional background is. So we move is from the question position to a statement position. In an average statement, this would be the order. Your professional background is. Why? Because you could say your professional background is interesting. Your professional background is impressive. Okay, so this is the statement word order. When we ask an indirect question, we change the original question by using an expression at the beginning, and that changes certain things compared to the original question. In this case, it changes the place of is. It goes to the end. Question? What is your professional background? Indirect question. I'd like to know what your professional background is. Now there is something that you can do if you want to keep the question mark. However, the word order will be the same. You can start the indirect question with Can you tell me? Can you tell me what your professional background is? Okay, can you tell me is a question in itself. So in this case, we are going to use a question mark at the end. But the word order of the second part will still be the affirmative or the statement word order. What your professional background is. So one more time. Can you tell me what your professional background is? Can you tell me what your professional background is? is. Right, let's move on. Let's 
change, let's convert the second question that we had from the question form into the indirect question form. So the original question was, what are your key company values? What are your key company values? And here, let's use, for example, yeah, I'd like to know. Same thing, I'd like to know. Now, again, we need to move the place of the verb to be, in this case, it's are, to the end. So instead of saying, what are your key company values? It will be, I'd like to know what your key company values are. Because this is an indirect question. So we're not asking a question formally in terms of the form. It's not a question. It's indirect because it's implied. So it is a question, but it's not formally. You look at it and you don't see the form because the verb to be is at the end and there's no question mark. So I'd like you to tell me or I'd like to know what your key company values are. Next question. The original question was, how many employees does your company have? Now here we're going to change other things because, because we have an auxiliary verb here. How many employees does your company have? So if we want to convert the original question form into an indirect question form, then we can't have does in it because does is used when it's a question. But when it's a statement, we don't use does usually. So, how many employees does your company have? Can you tell me? Can you tell me how many employees your company has? Right? So instead of does, does your company have, we're saying your company has. Again, statement. Why is it a statement word order? Because you could continue. You could say, your company has 200 employees. Your company has 50 employees, whatever. That's why it's called statement word order, because this is how you would say something in an affirmative way. In the question, you say, does. How many employees does your company have? When you convert it into an indirect question, you use the statement word order. I'd like to know how many employees your company has. Right, how do customers find you? Great, here we have how do customers find you. Again, we don't need do. The question will be, I was wondering how customers found you. Or, I... I'd like to know how customers find you. Or can you tell me how customers find you? And how do you promote your business? Again. I'm curious how you promote your business. How do you promote your business? We don't need do. We don't need the auxiliary. Because it's going to be an affirmative word order. Can you tell me how you promote your business? 
Now for the two yes or no questions. Did your business take off soon? This is going to be different a little bit because we need a word which connects the beginning, the expression at the beginning with the rest of the sentence. So, can you tell me, for example, can you tell me if your business took off soon? Or, I wonder if your business took off soon. And similarly, the question, did you have another business before you started this one? We would use an if connector and saying, I'd like to know if you had another business before you started this one. Okay, for more details, check out createenglish.com slash podcast. I'll put the link in the description below as well. This was Create English in May 2022. Thanks for listening. I run this show to help you pick up ideas to improve your English. So, take care. I hope to talk to you next time. And thanks again. Bye now.